This is Gemara and Ksubis, Daf Nun Gimel. All the learning for this month, the Gun Chaydesh, for the month of Elul, has been generously sponsored by a close friend of the Daf, Ezaz Chos Ilin Hashama, for Esther Rezel Bas Meir, whose yard site is tomorrow. On the second of Elul, Mir Tashem, the learning of the entire Chabura should bring Esther Rezel Bas Meir to an higher, higher place in Ganin Shamayla, and should be a tremendous Melitz for the family. And for the entire Chabura. We're holding five lines from the bottom of Munbez Munbez. And the truth is, just one point to add on. We started discussing yesterday this concept of Ksubas Benin Dechrin. The Ksuba of the male children. This is something that we began about ten lines off from the bottom. A din in the Mishnah. Just to take one moment to explain what exactly this means in a little bit more depth. Based on Rashi. Is what's going on over here is, is what would happen if one's wife dies before him? So the husband, of course, inherits the entire property. The husband gets the entire property, including the ksuba, everything that was written. So what's the point that Chazal said that the husband has to write something special for the sons? Says the Gemara, says Rashi, Rashi explains this concept of Subas bin Indechrin, it's because there were many fathers that didn't want to give large dowries for their daughters. Because what were they nervous about? That what happens, they gave a large dowry for their daughter. And ultimately, let's say their daughter dies first. Now that entire piece of field, where does it go? Goes to the husband and it's lost from their family. And therefore, people were reluctant to write large Ksuba for their daughter. So what do they do because of that? The Rabbani came along and they made a takana that there's always going to be part that goes to the sons. The sons of this woman. So let's say Ruvain's writing a large dowry to his daughter Sarah. Even if Sarah dies and the entire, everything goes to her husband, Ruvain's son-in-law, but there will always be one portion that will go to Sarah's sons which is Reuven's grandchildren, and thereby this field, this dowry, will always remain within the power and the possession of Reuven's family. So this creation of Ksubas Benin Derchrin was made that a husband says to his wife, I'm going to give part to your sons, to our sons, so that the father, when he writes over the dowry, will ensure that he writes over a nice dowry. That's the creation of the Ksubas Benin Derchrin. So now says the Gemara, five lines to the bottom, what's the reason that we learned two days ago that the sons, when the way that they collect is Ksubas bin Indechrin, is they only collect from Karka. Ask the Gemara, why don't they get from Metaltali? Says the Gemara, Kiksuba Shavi Rabbanan. The reason is, because Chazal determined that the Ksubas bin Indechrin is the same status as the Ksuba, which you only get from Karka. Ask the Gemara, so says the Gemara, why aren't you able to get from fields which are Mishubadim, fields which were sold, you should be able to collect that as well. Answers the Gemara, Yartun, Yart, uh, the highlighting's not working today, Yartun Tanan. The Mishnah said that they inherit as a din of a Yerusha, and since as a din of a Yerusha, you do not get, if it was sold prior, you do not get from Mishubadim. Ask the Gemara further, says the Gemara, say that the sons are able to collect Iksuba even though there is not moisture dinner, even if there is not the surplus of a dinner. This is a din that's going to come along in about a month and a half's time. But said the Aleph, Amr Aleph Rashi says that the sons only get that this Iksuba has been in Dechrin if there's something left over in the Iksuba. So ask the Gemara why. 
explains the Gemara, B'makom dikom ma'akri nachla daraisa lo'itakino rabonin. In a place where they are getting rid of a din daraisa, therefore the rabonin did not allow for a din darabonin. And therefore, since on the daraisa level, they all have to split it equally, we're not going to allow them to get unless everyone gets something, and therefore only if there's going to be a moiser dinner, well, they stand like supers menendechren kekin. Says the Gemara, let's tell you a story, three lines on the bottom. Rabbah was engaged in marrying off his son to the house of Abba Surya. So Rabbah went to Abba Surya's house to write a ksuba. So Yehudah Meimar heard Rabbah's in town. And Nafik, and he went out to greet Rabbah. Yehudah left his house. And he came and they walked together to the house of Abba Bar Surya, When they got to the entrance of Abba Bar Surya, So this Yehuda, this Yehuda Bar Mirimar, he just came out to greet the Gadol Adar Papa. Now he's going to go home when our Papa got to the house of Abba Bar Surya. So Amr Lay, Rabbah says, the name of Marvade. Says Rabbah, I don't understand. Why don't you come into the house with me as we turn over to Nagim Ulamad Aleph? Says the Gemara, Rabbah saw Chazia Rabbah saw the Yehuda Barmeimar didn't want to go into him, in with him. Amar Lei, Rabbah says, My daitoch, what's the reason you don't want to come to the house with me? Musham da Amar Lei Shmol, Rabbi Yehuda, the reason because Shmol taught Rabbi Yehuda, Shinna Yisharbon, Lotavi Beuda, Baavure Yachsanta, Filumi Brabisha Lebratava. Is the reason is because the statement of Shmuel that you should not be around when inheritance is been given away, even from a bad son to a good son, should never be there whenever there is a transfer of ownership of inheritance. Why? Because very good that this kid is a better kid and that kid's not as good a kid, but you never know who's going to come out of him. So Shmuel at one point said to Rabbi Yudah, "Don't be around whenever inheritance is transferring possession." Certainly not. You shouldn't be around when there's a change of possession from a son to a daughter. So Papa says, see this is the reason why you don't want to come in with me because of this statement that you don't want to be around whenever there's a transfer of ownership and you know I'm about to write for the daughter. So maybe that's the reason. So says Papa, but don't be worried. Hainami this fact that I'm writing over to the daughter is the kind of the Rabbanon. The Amar Rav Yechon Rishim Rishim Bar Yechai Amar Lei. As if Yechon said the name of Rishim Bar Yechai, excuse me, not Amar Lei. As if Yechon said the name of Rishim Bar Yechai, that you're allowed to write over a dowry for your daughter. That was the creation of the Hulk Suvas Ben was to ensure that there's a dowry to the daughter. So says Rav Baba to you, the Bar come, you can come inside with me. So Amar Lei, you, the Bar Meimar says, Hani Mili Midaitilas Midaita. That's only when you're writing it with your own das, you're writing it consensually. But to force the father to write such a dowry is the same halacha. Who told you that I'm forcing Abraham to write a dowry? Meaning Rabbah was going in, Abraham was the one that was marrying off his daughter. Said Rabbah, why are you assuming that this Abba does not want to write over the possessions of his daughter. Oh, go in, don't force. Who said that you shall force his Arab I never said that, says Rabbah. She come in, but don't force him 
to write the diary as well. Continues the Gemara. Amr le Yudibar Mareimar says, Maila didi ainu asiye. Just me going inside is tantamount to forcing. Said Yudibar Mareimar, I understand what my clout is. And if I go in to the house of Abba Surya, Abba Surya automatically is going to feel forced to write a larger diary just because I'm there. Achbe Vaal, Rapapa persuaded Yudibar Mareimar, and eventually he went into the house of Arba, he eventually he went into the house of Abba Surya. Ishtik, and as he was there, Yudis sat silently, Yosef, and he sat, he didn't say anything. So Savar, Abba Surya thought, Ahumir Tachratach, he thought, why is Yudibar Mareimar sitting quietly? He must be because he's angry. I didn't write a big enough dowry. So Abbasuria wrote everything that he had as a dowry. After he wrote away everything, Abbasuria says to you, Even now you're not going to talk to me. I wrote away everything. I left not over nothing for myself. I wrote over everything to my daughter. So Amar Lei, so Yudavar Mremar says, If you want my opinion, I would not even tell you to write that amount. Amar Lei, so Abbasuria realized, hey, I wrote everything away because I thought that Yudavar Mremar was pushing me to do it. Now that I know that he's not pushing me, he says, can I back out? Amar Lei, Shavya Navshech Hadran Alokamino. I don't want to make you into a person that backs out. And here we see a bunch of incredible details. We see how this din of the din of writing the to the daughter is a real tekana to Rabban. Now, this last detail that he said, I don't want to make you into someone who backs out. So for a moment, if you, I know it's late, but if you look at the top, Taisvis, Taisvis points out that there's a concept that when it comes to everything with regard to Kedushin, words have binding power. So Taisa says, I don't understand. When it comes to Kedushin, everything that you say is automatically binding. So what's the reason over here? He said, I don't want to make you into someone who backs out. It's, it should seemingly be halachically binding. So Taisa says, no, that's only when you get up at the time of the Kedushin and you say, I'm giving such and such. This was prior. That's one shot. Second shot in Taisa is that this, they already did the Kedushin and this was afterwards. But regardless, that's the story of Abba Surya and Yudav Amrim. Continues the Gemara, another halacha of the Ksubas Bin about 20 lines down. The first word online is Adrana. Ba'i minei Rav Yimar Saba mi Rav Yachnachman. Rav Yimar Saba asked Rav Nachman, Machra Ksubas Labayla Yeshla Ksubas Bin Dechren, Ayinla Ksubas What is the story? If a woman sells her Ksuba to her husband, she tells her husband that in the event that I predecease you. You do not have to give anything to my children. In the event that you divorce me, you don't have to pay me anything. He sell, she sells her rights. <coughs> excuse me, of the ksuba to her husband. So ask the Gemara. What about this special takana, this special day that we want to make sure that the sons always get something? Does she still get that? Do the sons still get that even after? She gave away the entire ksuba. So Amar Lei Rava says Rava <coughs> says Rava. Why are you asking a case where she gave and sold the ksuba to her husband? 
Why don't you ask a case? And she was Michael. She forgave the Ksuba to her husband, which is a more common case. It's more common for a woman to tell her husband, you know, I don't think I'll predecease you. I'm not worried about getting divorced. I'm Michael the Ksuba. It's not so normal for a woman to sell her Ksuba to her husband. So why don't you ask that case? So Amar Leis, Rabbi Saba asked Rabba, I'm asking you about selling. And when it comes to selling, there's a svara to say why a woman would sell her ksuba. She has no cash, money, forced her financial concerns. As I say, it's as if someone hit her a hundred times. She needs, she needs the cash. You want me to ask a question about my chalas? So about her forgiving the ksuba. So all my rabba, rabba says back, Shitali, it's obvious to me, my chayres, ksuba, salah, ksuba, It's posh, it says rabba, that if she sells her ksuba, she does not lose the right to ksuba, salah, My taima, what's the reason, that the only reason she sold the ksuba was because she had no money. It's not that she was belittling the ksuba, it's not that she didn't want her children to get anything. She had no cash. So she's older ksuba, but her sons, why should they lose out? And similarly, if she forgives her ksuba to her husband, then, excuse me, not similarly, if she forgives her ksuba to her husband, in that case, she does not get ksuba zbindichrin. My taima, what's the reason? Because by the mere fact that she forgave her ksuba, she forgives everything. So Rafa wants to differentiate in the case of selling your ksuba, the children still get the ksubas bin indichrin. The male sons still get that portion. But if she forgave it, then they do not. So, Bayi Rava, Rava asks a similar What if she sells the ksuba? Sounds like a very similar case. But the difference over here is she didn't sell the whole thing. She sold the ksuba for a very minimal price, just enough to get by. So, in that case, asks the Gemara. Is that dami? Is that the same status as selling it to someone else? dami, or the same status as forgiving it to her husband, and therefore the children would not get any more. So other he asked the question. He answers dami, and the children would lose. Excuse me, and the children would not lose the ksubas bin so What happens if she dies? Some people take out the word Mesa. Then Neither he nor she will see what he's referring to. He's referring to a Mishra in Yavamas, which we've learned already. Referring to a case that a woman remarries. There's an Eid Echel that comes and says her husband died. A very lengthy sugya that we learned in Yavamis. And this woman believes the Eid Echel and she goes and she remarries. And she has a son. And lo and behold, what happens one day her original husband comes along. The Lacha is she has to get divorced and she loses her Ksuba. So says the Mishnah over there that neither the sons in the first marriage nor the sons in the second marriage inherit Ksuba. And we wondered and we pondered about that Mishnah. What is the Ksuba talking about? The Mishnah said she loses her Ksuba. What's this extra emphasis that neither Yarshim get the Ksuba? You're referring to the specific Takana of the Ksuba 
That's what we're referring to when we say that neither the first or the second Yarshin get the Ksuba explains the Gemara. It's not referring to the actual Ksuba. Because that earlier in the Mishnah we already spoke about. What's referring to? It's referring to this Takana of the Ksuba has been in Dechrin. But ask the Gemara of Amai, why do the sons lose the Ksuba? Why don't we say in this case that it was a Yitzhar, she had a desire that forced her, meaning it's not her fault. Why did she get remarried? Because it was an aid that came and said that her husband died. Answers the Gemara, You know why? It's a special Taikana, we learned this in Yuvamis, a special Kinas, we find her. Why do we give her a Kinas? Because we know that if she knows she's going to eventually, could potentially lose her entire Ksuba, she won't be so quick to believe the testimony of an aid. to look into it much more thoroughly. Continues the Gemara, Yosef Rabin Bar Chanina Kamei Rav Chista. Three lines from the wide lines. Rabin Bar Chanina was sitting in front of Rav Chista. Yosef Kamar Mishmei Rav Liyazer. Ma'echel has Ksubas Labayla Ilam Mizaynis. If someone forgives the Ksuba to her husband, she does not get supported. Even if the husband were to die, she waived all the rights of Ksuba. She does not get supported. So Amar Lei. So Rav Chista responded. He loved the Kamar Lei Mishmei the Gavar Rabbah. Not for the fact. He said this over in the name of a great person, Rav Lazar. You know what I have said to you? If you pay good with evil, evil will not leave, lose, leave your house. And really, she should not lose her mezaynais, her support. But because you said over in the name of Rav Lazar, I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you for lack of a better word. But I will. Uh, you will not. You will. You you will listen to your din. So Yosef Rav Nachman Vaula Vavimi Bar Rabbi Yosef Chiba Rabbi Gavayu Asa Ahu Gavra. So these great people were sitting, and a certain man came in front of them. The Shchiva Arus Asai, whose Arusa had died, came and Amrulei, and so all these Gedolim said to this man, Zil Kvar Oyavlek Subasa. Even though you only did Eris and you never consummated the marriage, they told him either go bury her or you have to give her her Ksuba. We know, as we've learned previously. That once one gets married, he has a chiv to bury her. But in this story, they said to this man, even though you only did Eresin, go bury her or give her Iksuva. Amrli Rav Chia said, Rav Chia Tanina, we already learned in our that what? Ishta Arusa loyoy nin veloy metamelav. Achin yiloyin ezla metamelav. Mesa eno yarsha mesu kavik subasa. So what do we see in this Mishnah? We see that our Rusa, they only did Eris, and they do not have all the Allahis. Time of the Mesu explains the Gemara. Ha Mesahi, if she died, she would not get the Ksuba. My time, what's the reason that he would not have to bury her if she's only in our Rusa? Because we don't apply the end of the Mishnah. Now if you marry someone else, you'll get what's written over here. So says the Gemara, it's incorrect what these Gedalim said. And if one only does Eresin, she is not entitled to the Ksuba, and by extension, he would not have to bury her. Explains the Gemara further, once we're on the topic of Eresin, Gyasin, Rabin, Amoresh, Lakish, in the last line, Arusa Shemesa in the Ksuba. Similar Allah, and Arusa that dies, she does not get the Ksuba, she doesn't get buried. Amrle Abaye, Zil Amrule, Abaye says, go and tell Rabin as we turn over to. Tell Robin to take your good things that you're telling me and throw it onto thorns. We already knew this halacha. You're not telling me any chiddush.
So we continue on a Gimel and Beis, two lines down, quoting the Mishnah, in which we felt, after dealing with the Iksubas bin Indirchon for the sons, then the Mishnah said, that the female children that you're going to have, they'll always live in my house, they'll always be supported, even if the wife dies first, he'll support the daughters all the way. So Rav Tani Ad Tilchan Gavrin, Levi Tani Ad Titigavrin. Until what point is a man obligated to support his the daughters of his wife? Says Rav until they get married. Says Levi until they reach the age of Bagares, which we know is twelve and a half years old. Old explains the Gemara. Rav says that it's a marriage, meaning even if they're twelve and a half years old. Says Rav, no. You have to keep on supporting them until they get married. But Levi, the insif. And according to Levi, let's say she got married at 11 and a half. You still have to support her until she comes 12 and a half. So it says, I mean, that's a kasha. Says the Gemara, it sounds like Rav and Levi's opinions are mutually exclusive. So I asked the Gemara, is that true? According to Rav, even if she's 12 and a half, according to Levi, even if she's ready to nisuin, is that accurate? Ask the Gemara that you still have to support them. Ella says the Gemara, no, that's not Shad and Rav and Levi. If either they got married Nisuin or they're twelve and a half years old, everyone agrees they have to be supported. Keep Ligi, what is this machlaik as Ravan Levi? In the scenario in which there's Erusin prior before she reaches Bagras. In that case, Rav says she's called married and you don't support her. Levi says, no, you have to wait until she's a proper Bagaris. We learned the same thing in a Mishnah, 10 lines down. Until they become Bagaris and they reach their time, they enter into Nisuin. So what do we see? We see that Levi agrees in reality. Once there's Nisuin, she doesn't get supported. However, Levi does not agree that it would happen with Erisin. Ask the Gemara Tarti, based on what you just said, do you need, ask the Gemara, do you need both? Do you need that she becomes 12 and a half years old and she gets Nisuin? Either she becomes 12 and a half years old or she becomes to the point of Linsava, she comes into Nisuin. Either one is the point to which the husband does not have to support her anymore. Says the Gemara, this machleik is Rav and Levi Kitanoi is indeed machleik is that we learned in Abraisa and Masai Abati Zainis until when is the daughter supported at Shataris until she gets Erisin. Until there's a Bagros. So what do we see? We see Levi holds like Rav Lazar that you have to wait till Bagaras Erisin is not enough. Whereas Rav would hold like the Tanakama that Erisin would be enough and she would no longer receive support. Tani Rav Yosef Adahavon. So Rav Yosef learned Adahavon until there be in the state of marriage. So Yibayilahu, they asked this Rav Yosef, "Havi Daraisi, Daraisi, or Havi Ayidin Esuin?" What did Rav Yosef mean? He said, "Until they will be, till Adahavion in marriage." What's Havion? Yosef on Esuin explains the Gemara. Take you no answer. I'm there. Rav Chazda Rav Yosef. Mielu Shmielu Chaminei. Rav Yehuda Arusi Yisrael Mezaynus Eilam Mezaynus. Did you hear? What's the halacha? Does an Arusa receive Mizaina's support from the father's estate or not? Amr Lehi responded, I didn't hear anything. But I'll tell you that Misvara, she should not, Lesla, she does not receive support once she has a Why? 
Once she receives Erisin, her husband, her future husband, it was not going to want her to get degraded by begging for food, so he's going to be the one to support her. So the father does not have to support her anymore. So ask Rav Chesda Amr if you didn't hear anything, and you're only telling me misvara, you know what I can argue on you misvara. Kima to like him lay big since he's no long, he's, she's not yet with her husband. He won't support her for nothing. So Machlaik asked that if we don't have an explicit din that they heard from the Rebbe, misvara, we could argue both ways. Vikid Yamri says, we can say the opposite. Amar lay, mashvala shmili misvara isla. The Rav Chista said, Misvara, she should get wife. She should get from the father's estate she's not getting the husband's property. And in this version, Rav Chista responds back to Yosef, I could argue on the opposite Svara. And we continue today's year, beginning the next Sugya, Simon the Garvi Sak, Saraf, Maniv Yimra Arusa Vansa. That's a mnemonic that's going to have five Shailos. That we're going to begin. Today we're going to learn about two of them. So, twenty lines in the bottom. The first word of line is Sheishas. They ask from Rav Sheishas, Mimaenes, Aketano, who her mother or brother married her off, and then she decides she doesn't want the marriage anymore, so she walks out of the marriage. Ask the Gemara, Yeshlam Ezainais, Oyeinlam Ezainais. Does she continue receiving support from her father's estate or not? Amrlu Rav Sheishas, Tani Tua, bring your Raya. All these girls, when they're in their father's house, they get Depends whether they're in the father's house. Says the Mara, Rav Yehuda is seemingly just repeating the same thing as the Tanakhama. That it depends if you're in the father's house or not. You know what the Machlaik is, Tanakam and Rabbi Yudha is in a scenario where someone's partially in their father's house. She was married, but she walked out of that marriage. Tanakam Savar Isla. The Tanakam holds that she will get support from the father's estate. Rabbi Yudha Savar, no, she walked out. She already was married at some level. Less law, she no longer will get support from the father. What is the status? The daughter of Yavama, does she get supported from her father's estate, the state of the Yavam or not? Do we say since the Ksub goes on the first husband, she does not get? If there was none for the first, she gave in the second, Islam. Take you again, the Gemara does not have an answer where she gets supported from. We'll pick up for the next Shaila in the next year in Mirza Hashem.